Uh, hold on. Let me hit, hit, let me hit record. Okay. Record is on. Okay. Anytime you're ready. Hey, this is Nicole Holland of interviewsthatconvert.com and you are listening to Vroom Vroom Veer with Jeffrey Smith. Whoop, whoop. Thank you. That was awesome. It's like you're a pro. I think you may have done this before. Okay. I'm going to hit stop. I'll be right back. Are you ready to thoughtfully steer away from your revved up, frenzied, and far too often scripted life? Then welcome to Vroom Vroom Veer with Jeff Smith, where he guides you down the road differently traveled by sharing unique experiences with guests who have managed to shift away from a life stuck on cruise control and veered their way into a more authentic and fulfilling one in all sorts of interesting and kind of remarkable ways. Get ready to Vroom Vroom Veer with your differently traveled road chauffeur, Jeff Smith. Wendy Yellen, thank you so much for being on Vroom Vroom Veer and welcome to the show. How's it going? Great. I'm, I'm looking forward to this, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to have a blast. So briefly, tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about what's going on at wendyyellen.com before we get into our experience I'm looking forward to. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that through stories, if that, that's okay with you. Yeah, yes? that's perfect. Yes. Okay. All right. And before I do that, I want to honor and acknowledge you, Jeff. No, oh, thanks. In, in front of your listeners, because... What they may not know yet is that you have been a leader in being willing to have an experience of the work I do, Idetics, live and without a net. Right. And <laughs> I, I, that is something that, first of all, it's going to make for a very different kind of podcast. Great. Second of all, it'll allow a much more meaning to come through for everybody listening. Mm. It'll make it more relevant. And it, again, is something only a real leader would be willing to do, to, to not hide, but to be open and vulnerable and visible. And I respect that and I thank you for that. And I wanted to acknowledge that about you and to really help everyone understand that where we're going today is going to be very experiential for you and also for them at the exact same time. That's perfect. That's what the show's here for. So, uh, yay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yay. <laughs> yay. Yes. All right. So a couple stories. So I'm going to go back to what used to be called junior high. Uh, right. but this is actually, you know, kind of like middle school. So, this was in the era when children still listened to their parents about certain things. Sure. And I, okay. I was one I of those that. children. Yep. Right. Me too. And so I grew up in Buffalo, New York, where there's a lot of snow. Mm. And I remember one day uh, wearing a dress. First of all, I'm not a dress. I wasn't a dress kind of girl. Gotcha. And I'm wearing a dress that my mother had picked out that she thought I looked great in, but I thought like I looked like my aunt Lily in this okay. dress. <laughs> and that and wasn't a good thing. I can tell that was, no, that was, she, I loved her, but that was not a good thing to look like her. Mm. And she, so the dress was too long, very dowdy, scratchy. The collar was too high and it was way, way, way too conservative for me. And I felt like I was wanted to crawl out of my own skin and I felt, but with that symbol of the dress, I felt like I was being asked to be someone who I wasn't. I felt so constricted and controlled. Mm, mm. And so it was winter 
and I was uh, in Buffalo, you have to wear boots. Mm-hmm. So I'm wearing this dress and these boots, which is a terrible combination. <laughs> I'm getting the image. It's, it's yeah, good. It's, That's it's, the it's idea. Comical. <laughs> and, and, yes. And sad. And I'm out there in the yeah. snow and I'm stomping big letters in the snow. I am not Kuth. I am not Kuth over and over. And I'm so mad. Now, I didn't even know if there was such a word as couth. I knew there was a word uncouth. Right. But I didn't even want to use that. I wanted to use my own words. And it was it was like a turning point for me because I was I was so finished with being dressed this way, with being not so much the dress, although that was really important at the time, but the constriction of Mm. my life, trying to live it in a way that wasn't mine. Mm. So Flash forward to my private practice in Houston, Texas. So I was extremely fortunate to have a private practice in psychotherapy that was 100% referral, waiting list only, and all my referrals, of course, were coming from my clients. And I was still, I was going on like six week kind of exotic vacations every mm. year. Wow. And it, so that's the kind of thing Dream that life, is. Right. What was that? Dream life almost. It, exactly. But that is kind of like what you call the vroom. You were vrooming. <laughs> I was vrooming. Right. Now, I know that you call vrooming both the good and the bad. The problem, and I understand that from the vroom vroom, mm-hmm. a vroom can be, you can be unconscious or you can be conscious or it can be positive or negative. Correct. So for me, right. So for me, obviously, this was a good thing, right? And so right. I had, quote unquote, success. I was making more money at that point than my father ever had, and he'd been successful, so I, but again, it was like the dress because, mm, because right. I, even though people were referring cl- their friends and family to me, and even though they were happy to come and happy to stay and happy to work with me and happy to stay on the waiting list till they got to work with me, the problem was that I no longer felt that all of the different modalities that I've been trained in and they were very psychodynamic and also cutting edge. So it was all the whole gamut. Okay. I didn't, I didn't feel like they were good enough. They certainly weren't good enough for me as a client anymore. And, and I, was, I was including body work. And I mean, I was really doing everything I could to support someone. And yet I was thinking to myself, if this is all there, it, psychotherapy can do, or all that therapy can do, I'm not going to do it anymore. Mm. So I, so I went from Vroom to Veer, and I literally closed my practice. Wow. In yeah, for years, and I people were telling me, including my sister and the woman who cut my hair, mm. they were saying, what are you, you know, nuts? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> right? But not not so much for the money, but more because they said, you this love is doing you this, right? And this Wendy. is who you are, right? Yes, it exactly, Jeff. Mm. This is who you are. How can you not do it? And I was determined. I said, look, if that's all it is, I'm not going to do it again. I'm just not. So again, it was like, I'm not going to be constricted. Not fit. 
You got it, Jeff. Thank you. Oh my goodness, you're not just with me. You're you're a leap ahead. Absolutely. <laughs> right. So uh, this is actually you asked me what's happening at wendyellen.com. The kind of people that I work with are the kind of people that are like me in the sense that they're not willing to be to live that life of constriction and restriction. They're not willing to wear that dress or that tie that doesn't work or that right. pair of pants. They're not willing and they will they are still looking for where they can be fully themselves. And so again, like a not a life that is not half lived. Mm. Right, right. No, I get it. It's like uh, everybody's always wearing these identity masks, right? Um, mm -hmm. And sometimes you put them on and you don't know how to take them off, <laughs> right? Yeah. So for yes. you, it was this psychoanalysis, sort of like the shingle, that's the mask, that's the dress sort of identity, right? Um, yes. Sometimes they get really scratchy. <laughs> and yes. the thing about it is, is... You know, a lot of times that they're also tied to outwardly looks like an amazing success. So I went through that. You probably, well, I'll give you the shortcut version of my story, but you know, the six figure job doing the same thing I did for 20 years in the Air Force active duty, but this time as a contractor, you know, where you show mm -hmm. up and the reason that you're there isn't because of anything that you know how to do, but it's mostly about who you are and where you've mm -hmm. been and who you know. Um, and the job itself is mm, occasionally interesting, but mostly just mind-numbingly dull <laughs> for a yes. lot of money, you know? And it yes. just doesn't fit. Yeah. So nope. everybody told me, um, and my wife, I think, probably got close to thinking I was nuts and maybe I need to find another husband. But everybody, yeah, they were just like, what are you doing? You're quitting this job. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and not only that, but then, you know, losing the security clearance. That means that you've burnt the bridge and, and burnt the ships and you can't go back and get that job again. So, yes. yeah, sometimes yeah. it's, you don't want to do a veer, but it, they just happen. <laughs> and yeah, They happen and, and I think they happen because there's that quiet or sometimes not so quiet place mm. inside that, that just yeah. won't take it in anymore. Mm. Yep. And I think that's a good thing, but it's a it, very, it can be very, very hard to follow it when it goes against the grain of what seems to be success. Right. Yes. Yeah. When it when it cuts across, because when in my story, you know, all of my the 20 years of Air Force career is very much conservative path. Right. Yes. Yeah. And that's got a, a straight tra trajectory to 65 and plenty of money. And, you know, <laughs> it's just I couldn't do it anymore. You know, that's that was yes, where I, I was. I at. do. Yeah. Just yes. I was going to either quit or go nuts. So I quit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Good right. for you. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I'm, I've almost figured out what to do, but, you know. It's a work in progress. Yes. <laughs> yes. It is. So, okay. I think uh, if you're ready, I'm ready for the experience part. Yes. Let me uh, set up a, a foundation for you and all of the people listening. For so, sure. You're in charge I'm, now. 
Yeah, thank you. So uh, to make this a really meaningful experience, so I'm talking to you, the listener right now, as well as Jeff, to make it really meaningful, I'm going to walk you through a very different kind of experience called an eidetic experience. And eidetics are something that were known by the ancient Greeks. In fact, they, they understood the power of these images that are inside of us. They're not visualizations. They're completely different. And I'll show you how and why that is. Okay. So they understood this to be a very different way to go into the mind and to live from. In fact, they called, eidetics were called gifts from the gods. That's how strong they they thought they were. Wow. So, yeah. So the, and the ancient Greeks, as I'm sure you know, were really smart. Mm-hmm. So in a moment, I'm going to ask you, Jeff, to, you can, th- I'm sure it'll go on in your mind now, right now, but to think of something that you'd like to experience a shift in or something that you're dealing with where you're not feeling that you're interacting with the situation or the person or part of yourself in a way that you really want to be. And also for the listener, you want to be thinking about some situation that'll come first. And then, and then in a moment we'll work with the image. But before we do that, here are some ways to make the experience powerful. So first of all, today, now Jeff and I have never met before. And what we're going to do is we're going to shine a light on our, each of your consciousness, your, the consciousness of each of you. So what that means is we're going to reveal either a breakthrough or a, shine a light on what's really stopping Jeff and the, you, the listener. Now, we all have this inside of us, but the thinking, conscious, rational mind can come up with all kinds of understandings, but they're too superficial. What we're going to do is go to a much, much deeper, wiser place inside you. So we may get a breakthrough and we may instead see a really strong place of holding back. Both of these are extremely valuable. Mm. Obviously, it's much more fun to have a breakthrough. However, actually experiencing how you're stopping yourself is an amazing gift from the gods. For sure. I'm ready. And then, okay, I still, I want to set the stage a little bit longer because sometimes, well, what Jeff's, your image and your experience will be probably completely different from every listener because every experience is unique and each person's experience is unique and every image is unique. So I'm going to talk through the experience. I'll be talking to you, Jeff, and working with you, but I'm also going to address what might be happening with other people because it'll be di- it'll probably be different. Okay. And then at the end, I'll, I'll show you what to do with that. Sure. Okay. So in terms of how, what is it that you would like to work with today, work on? So... Um... I'm having this like struggle inside me about this. Um, I'm doing this search and rescue team that I joined last year in the summer. Um, and it kind of, I, I'm 
having this internal conflict about going through and staying on the team. So my, my intellectual, I guess, rational mind is telling me that when I was like in fourth grade or fifth grade, I, I went to um, join the Cub Scouts and that shirt did not fit. Right. And mm-hmm. I did not want to be in Cub Scouts. But, you know, I was four or whatever age you are in fourth grade. I was a kid. And my mom said, well, we've got this hand-me-down shirt <laughs> uh. that, you know, my big brother had a, a Cub Scout uniform. And so he, I was wearing his hand-me-down shirt and they sent me to a Cub Scout meeting to join. And I already knew that I was not going to join, but I, I, I went anyway because they told me to. So I, in true form, now the fourth grade me shows up. And they go, hey, you're the new guy. And and somebody was assigned to take me in uh, in the back of the room and say, oh, here's your book. And you got to memorize all these things. And then your first uh, merit badge is going to be this. And so you should start studying this book. And I'm like, I just listened politely and was like, no, I'm not going to do any of that. And then I never went back. Right. So. Now, part of that experience was really fun because I was like, good for you. There was something you clearly didn't want to do and you didn't do it. Right. But yeah, but at the same time, I I really part of me really wants to do this search and rescue team. But the four year old self is going, you don't like doing this. You should just quit now. And the now the me now is saying, but I want to do this. I want to learn how to survive when the zombies come and all these, you know, present day Jeff reasons for joining the search and rescue team. So I'm at conflict with this fourth grade version of myself. That's the way I look at it. So let's use this experience to like, yeah, to, to resolve that conflict. If that, if that's even the thing, I don't even know if it's not, then maybe it's something completely different. Okay, so because of what you said, I'm going to change, I'm going to throw out what I had in mind to do and do an image more specific to you, but I'm also going to generalize it for everyone. Super. So, so Jeff is telling us that uh, he has a a present situation that reminds him of an old situation where he didn't want to do something, but did it anyway and was a good little boy about it. And now that's coming up in a way. And now it's coming up again. It's sort of interfering with something that you think you want. Is that right, Jeff? Something you know, like summary? that. Yes. Something yep. like that. I mean, obviously you went knowing you weren't going to go back. But it also sounds like when you went, there was also, it, it, there's something sticking for you in mm-hmm. you about that. Yeah. Right. Okay. Now. You all may not have had to go to Cub Scouts in that way. <laughs> right. However, pretty much all of us have a situation where something in the past didn't work out, and now we have something that we want in the present, and the old stuff is coming through as like a filter between us and the new situation, and we can't get clear or clean about what we really want to do because our old 4-year-old or 12-year-old or whatever reaction is still happening so we don't really know what we want because the old young the the former us the young us is uh inter is getting in between Mm -hmm. okay so while i'm working with you jeff i would suggest that you all think of 
something similar because as I'm making suggestions to Jeff in this image that's about to come, then you all can do try the same thing and see what happens. Okay, is that clear, Jeff, so far? I got For it. For you? I got okay. it. So a couple things. When I'm in an eidetic image, I mentioned that it's not a visualization. Now, okay. why that's so, so, so important is that we don't, you don't control it with what you want to happen. Mm. Underline, bold, italicize. You don't control or try to make it go a certain way. Mm. Okay. That's, that's a visualization. Mm. What we're going to do is we're just going to wait and look and let it take the reins. Mm. Let okay. it take us by the hand. Okay. Now, you're gonna, I'm going to ask you to see some things. If you see vague or vivid, that doesn't matter. Okay. The Western mind thinks we have to see everything very vividly. It's not the case here. And your head will probably interfere and start to tell you all kinds of things to the best of your ability. Watch the image and let yourself feel it. And the layers of meaning will come, but uh, just keep looking at the image, okay? Okay. All right, so here we go. So, Jeff, see yourself. Oh, I, I actually, wait, I have to ask you a question. Okay. When you said the shirt didn't fit, mm. at first I thought you were being metaphoric, but you were also being literal. And yes? Both. Yes. Both. The, okay. shirt, the shirt did literally fit. <laughs> it literally kind fit. Kind of, I think. Yeah, I thought you were doing both. Yeah, Okay. So what I'd like you to do is see yourself as that fourth grader. Okay. And that going to the Cub Scout meeting is coming up mm -hmm. and you don't have a shirt that fits. All right. And can you see that? Now, so this is partly a memory, obviously, So, but I want you to be looking at it. Look at, look at the image and tell us what you see. Mm, I see the shirt is too big. Too big. How's that? Mm -hmm. Fine. Now yeah. tell me, is, is, someone, is, it, is someone handing it to you? Show us what you're actually seeing. Uh, I'm seeing me looking at my little self in the mirror and going, these sleeves are too big. Oh, so you're already wearing it. Yeah. Okay. So I, I have a shirt, but it doesn't fit. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Is now that a, as, right. that's perfect, Jeff. Mm. That's perfect. You're doing great. Now, as you look at yourself in the mirror there, your young self looking at yourself in the mirror and you see the, sh the sleeves are too long. Tell us a little bit more about how the young you is feeling inside. Mm. Uh, feeling like hmm, sad, angry, scared, uh, and... Uh, Mm, those would be the feelings. So there's thoughts there, but you asked for feelings. So okay. I'll, I'll go with that. Mm. Good, good, good. Sad, angry, angry, and fear. Yeah. Yes? Yes. Okay. Now let yourself 
experience the feelings of the young self as much as you can, the sadness, the anger, and the fear. Okay. So you, so you're inside your young body and actually feeling as much as you can of that. Don't, don't exaggerate it, but mm. don't move away from it. Okay. Okay. And what, and tell us as you keep looking and you see those long sleeves and you feel sad and angry and fear, just keep looking at the image and tell us what you're experiencing. Mm. I guess kind of like powerless. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Like, there's, there's this decision that I'd like to make that it seemed like, you know, that's, it's like Cub Scouts are not something I want to do. Yes. Yes. Uh, and I don't, I have, I have to go to at least one, but then I'm out of there kind of. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now I'm going to say something here in terms of uh, like an understanding. So even though we're working with a historical memory, mm -hmm. we're not working with history or memory right now. And okay. what I mean, what I mean by that is we're working with the way that patterns have been created inside of you. Okay. And, and everyone else in the world. All right. So even though we're looking at history and looking at what seems to be a memory, mm. we're because we're looking at it, not just thinking about it, we're we're going to be able to access different aspects of you. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah, okay. sure. All right. Now, because this is your image and your imaginal realm and you can do anything, we're not talking back when you were in fourth grade. This is actually an image you, the adult, is having right now. Right. You, so you can do anything in your image. I'd like you to see, since you feel powerless and you don't want it on, it, it, it's in the fear and the anger and the sadness. Take off the shirt. Okay. And throw it on the ground. Yeah. See, see yourself doing this. Throw it on the ground and see yourself saying, is, with all the feelings you have in you, I'm not going to wear this ever again. Mm. Now watch the image and let the image do what it's going to do. I gave you the directions. Now see what the image does, though. Okay, so there's like a quickly unbuttoning the shirt. There's a, uh, a violent sort of like balling up of the shirt. Yes. There's a very dramatic, uh, powerful... Uh, Throwing it over my uh, my head, <laughs> the ball, and then I'm spiking it like a football and saying, "I'm <laughs> never wearing this shirt again." That's that's how I uh, that played yes. out. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Now tell us what the young you is feeling with all of this. That's a power move. That's like power. I feel powerful. So, yes. Yeah. Yes. And how do you look now in the image? Uh, now I look. Uh, powerful and like a little relieved, um, smiling and sort of like doing a happy dance. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm not doing that shirt, that kind of feeling. Yeah. All right. All right. Great. Now look around Okay. and see, is there anything around in your image mm. that you would, that you see on the floor or anywhere 
is something you'd like to put on anywhere that's visible to you. And you can look open up to the periphery mm. or anywhere in the image. See what's appearing. Mm. Is there anything you want to put on instead? Wow. Or not? Okay. Yeah, this is a surprise. <laughs> yes. Good. Uh, uh, but it's the orange shirt from the search and rescue team. that's a surprise because the first thing that came to my mind was geez i'm i'm in my like kid room from when i was a kid and there's nothing around and then when i oh look an orange shirt so wow what i love that you're demonstrating is that you're really looking and Mm. you're not controlling it that's beautiful okay now put on that orange search and rescue shirt okay and Mm. tell us what you're seeing and feeling I'm feeling like, okay, hey, I kind of like this shirt. This is a pretty cool shirt. Uh, this was like, I fitted it and it's got like patches on it that I put there myself. And I was like very conscious about joining the team. And it's uh, the sleeves aren't too long and it's my shirt. And uh, this shirt works for me. And Yes. Uh, yes. What is the internal experience of the young self with this shirt on? Mm, actually, uh, to be honest, I'm seeing the grown-up version of me now. But I thought so. I thought so. Okay, all right. So if that's okay, that's all right. Yeah, that's all right. Images, like I said, they, they have shift. a mind of their own, yes. so we go with it. Right. right. So that it, feeling is a feeling of relief. Relief. Yeah. Relief. All right. So I'd like you to see what happened. Just continue, not just simply continue to watch. Yourself okay. in this shirt, mm-hmm. feeling relief okay. with this cool shirt that fits. Yeah. And tell us from moment to moment what you're seeing and what you're feeling. So I'm seeing uh, myself like happy to put on the shirt. And then uh, I'm like, uh, it the fit feels good and it's like nicely pressed and clean And I'm buttoning it up and tucking it in and thinking, oh, geez, I need to lose some weight. Uh, (laughs) And then, uh, oh, I need a new belt and some cleaner pants. And hey, I don't, this is, uh, I look uh, outside of the gut. I look pretty good. (laughs) Yes. Yes. How's that? (laughs) Okay. And I'm going to ask you to, to check in on something and I'm asking you to stay as I'm going to ask you this question, but keep looking at your image and wearing the shirt. Okay. And I'm going to ask you to just check in on this for this answer to just check in lightly. Mm. As you look at yourself wearing that shirt, how do you feel in this moment about joining the search and rescue? Much better. Uh, actually like I really want to, like right. yeah yay <laughs> yes right yes. i actually do want to yay good yeah. for me wow that's kind yes. of a surprise actually um I okay think, the, why yeah uh i don't know let's let's let this play out and then let okay. the words take over okay. later yeah all so. right well i want to i i want to talk about this a little bit okay, if i sure. may because i think this is a good place to do it okay so what you just did, and this is so the other people can understand what happened and also um, apply it for their own image. So one thing you did that was fantastic, even though, as I said before, we've never met, 
And even though you've never done an eidetic image before, you allowed the image to do whatever it wanted to, including, for example, excuse me, including letting, noticing that you went from being a fourth grader to your adult self and letting it happen. You didn't try to force yourself back to the fourth grader. You just let the image keep moving the way it wanted to. That's one thing that really made it powerful for you. Mm. For another, another thing is that at the end, when you're, you can see that your consciousness, not your rational thinking mind, but your consciousness automatically had something powerful to give you. So we started with what's the problem? The problem is I don't feel totally congruent with joining search and rescue, even though I think I want to, and this old stuff is coming up. And so your, your deeper mind had a solution for you instead of saying, Oh, Jeff, just go. It'll be fine. Stop being a baby or some version of that, or, Mm -hmm. or just teetering on the yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, for a very long time. Right. Right. Which Which I've been doing. (laughs) Okay. Right. Okay. Of course you have. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens to so many of us. So, So a lot of people would say, oh, just find a way to do it. Help yourself do it. Make yourself do it. And maybe you would just push through it. Right. Just push through it. Mm -hmm. What I love about eidetics is that we didn't push through it. We went back inside you, helped you release the crust of your history Mm -hmm. and one by the shirt, which was a shirt. And once as that crust got released, you got released. The Mm. you that feels powerful, the you that feels relieved, the you that feels pressed and cleaned. And yes, with a gut, but still (laughs) pressed and cleaned. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Right? Uh, And so... Sure. Let let me just add so That's a different session, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So so the thing that, that I really want you and everyone to see is that because we didn't just power through it or push through it, but because we allowed the difficulty to offer up the buried gift underneath, you got to a place where you actually want to do something that only your head has been able to want to, to do up until mm. now, or mostly your, mostly your head. Right, 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 right. And so I'll tell us a story about that. This is what what you what just happened for you is so common in eidetics. So, for example, I had a client whose father had been in a wheelchair a lot of the client's life, and there was a sadness to this, of course, of course, but also a sadness about not being able to interact in an energetic way with his father, and. They had had some earlier like sports activities together, but not later in in the in my client's youth. Right, and so we worked a lot with different images with his father that emerged just like your image emerged. Like you see, I did not control how you felt. I didn't mm. try to get you to feel a certain way. Right. So it's a very yeah, it's wide open it, to let the person emerge and. 
So we worked for a while. And then years later, he told me, he said, you know, Wendy, I was talking to a friend and we were talking about our fathers. And I was talking away, chattering away about my, well, he wouldn't use the word chatter, but I was talking away (laughs) about my father. And he said, and I realized that the father I was talking about was the father that I have from my dadics and that he was more real to me in terms of his energy and his connection and his ability Mm -hmm. to express his love for me than what had been, quote unquote, my memory. Wow, that's powerful. Yes. Mm. And the reason that's so, one of the reasons that's so important is that memory is a very constricting mechanism in the mind. Memory repeats and repeats and repeats and repeats itself. That's what it's meant to do. Mm. But we're way more than our memories and we're way more than what we think is our history. And that is what came through for you just now, mm-hmm. is more of you that was already there. Mm. It was already there. Yeah, and uh, uh, I think interesting to point out, I don't remember if the shirt fit or not. <laughs> yes. I'm pretty sure the sleeves weren't super long, but they were super long in the image. And I think that, that was just, just, just an anchor of, uh, I needed a metaphor to say this doesn't fit. Well, let me let me speak to that because, sure. um, you know, that's two things that you just brought up, really important. So one is you really did a good job of letting yourself just see, as I said several mm. times already. Mm-hmm. So because of that, what you're seeing is a true eidetic, which means it has a certain like consistency and thickness. Like even though you and I were talking, you could go back and look again at it, mm-hmm. right? It stayed there. Mm-hmm. It was very, it's very, it has a mind of its own, as I've said. Mm. So it is, I believe, a disservice to think of it as a metaphor. Okay. Because what happens when we go to metaphors, then we're back in our thinking mind. Mm. Okay. You, your mind was so smart your consciousness was so smart. It gave you the exact image to help you with this dilemma. Mm. Gotcha. And it's some, something else. So I was working with um, a woman who, in her image, she came, She was working with stress between her and her mother. And in her image, she saw, I'm just really making this very brief. She saw an image of herself in nature and with her puppy. Mm-hmm. And as we finished, and she felt so much better, she was like laughing. She was feeling enough distance from her mother that she could breathe. And she said, oh, yeah, I got to remember to go out in nature and, and be with my dog more. And I, I I really emphasized to her, and I'm emphasizing here with all of you, that this is not about, oh, now I will go out and remember to feel powerful or, oh, now I'm going to go and I have to go and be in nature now. We all know those things. Mm. We all know the vast majority of us that being in nature and being with our animals is wonderful. Mm -hmm. This, this work is way more powerful than that. It's the, the seeing and the feeling Mm. of what you just saw that makes the change itself. Does that make sense? No, it does. It does. Because when I was when I was describing those feelings, I was feeling them. Yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Exactly. They were, they were sensations in my body as they say. So, you know, <laughs> we know what those feel like. It's sometimes hard to label them. So it's like a yeah. heart hurt, you know, and then there's that, that tightening of the chest and a little bit of tummy ache. It's like, okay, let's, I've been working on these things for a while. So I, I start, you know, okay, some tummy in the chin, that's probably a little fear, you know, sad is like heart hurt. Right. Um, yeah. So feeling, um, feeling, feelings from an image that, that image was like very powerful on good. both, both sides. Yes. Good, good. Yeah. That's, that is very helpful. And I'll also add that when I first started doing eidetics, I couldn't feel anything and I could barely see, mm. but I, and that's because I was so in my conscious mind. Mm. I, I couldn't stop thinking enough to look. Right. I, I, I want to make sure that I, I address what other experiences people might have just had just okay. now, because again, it could have been all over the, sure, all over the place. I'm Hopefully sure nobody, we should have warned people, uh, or maybe I'll put a warning in, in the beginning of the show. You shouldn't do this when you're driving. A Definitely lot of people not. listen to podcasts while they're driving, right? Definitely not. Okay, go so, ahead. So as I had said before, this images are unique to each of us and our images are all unique from each other, even one person's images. So you may have uh, not been able to see as quickly as Jeff saw. You might not have been able to feel as easily as Jeff is able to feel right now. And it may have been harder to let yourself experience what was in the image. However, what I imagine did happen is that you were able to feel the intensity of the image memory, because in this case it was a, a memory image, part memory, but we were looking at it. You were probably able to experience how that image and how that memory image is still in your cells and in helping to determine your patterns of behavior right now. And maybe you were able to take off the article of clothing or maybe it wasn't an article of clothing for you. But, but at least I, my desire for you is that you got to feel how much that memory image is affecting you now. Not as something that was, but something that actually is is mm -hmm. right now inside mm -hmm. of you. Mm. So I, I'd like to make a suggestion about where people could go to consider more of what this might do for them. Could I do that here? Sure, yeah, of course. Okay. All right. So we have had an ex a partial experience of uh, one of thousands of different eidetic images. If you are like me in the sense that that, and what Jeff talked about too, the constriction and the restriction of the too tight dress or the too tight shirt or the feeling of it's the, the, the too high collar, the too long length of the hem, whatever it is where you don't feel like you can really be you and you're someone who's been searching and you are absolutely committed and convinced that you're not here for a life half lived, then my suggestion is let's have a conversation about where this work could take you. So to do that, 
if you will go to www.measiwanttobe.com, all one word, all spelled out, measiwanttobe.com. On that page, there is a video of where I walk you through a completely different and very basic foundational and powerful eidetic image. And then on the same page, we're going to deepen that experience. So that experience will deepen what just happened here. Mm-hmm. Then there's an, there's an application there oh, neat. To, fill, to fill out to, in preparation for us having a conversation about where this work might go for you. Now, in that conversation and in the application, it's not like a college application where you're, <laughs> it's not dry, right? Oh, it's, okay. there, it's there to help you know more about what you're wanting and more about what it might be like for us to connect. And then when you submit the application, then my team will receive it. And even though my schedule is limited, my free time, free times in my schedule are limited, we will do our best to get you in for a complimentary conversation. Mm. I call it transformation acceleration meeting mm-hmm. where we'll talk about what happened in the image and where you want to go from here. So mm. again, it's me, www, me as I want to be.com. That's a good one. I like that. Who doesn't want to do that? (laughs) (laughs) If you're listening to this show, everybody wants to be the me I want to be. Yes. Yes. That's perfect. (laughs) Yes. You're, you're in the perfect show. You need more shows like mine to be on. Right. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Well, the whole, we didn't talk, I had at least five to seven vroom, vroom, veer stories because that's my life. But as it is, I'm sure really, really appealing to your listeners. Yeah, we should uh, we should have you on again. There should be a, oh. a, a part two of Wendy Wendy Yellen. Uh, oh, thank you on this show. I if you have that. time and you're and you're up for it, so because we didn't get to uh, many of your unless you have uh, one that'll last seven minutes or so. So um, I can do it in less. I, I can. I, I got a good one. Okay, go for it. Okay, all right. Cool. So uh, I'll preface this with I have really good friends that I've known since I was 13 and nice. I'm still really good friends with them mm. and I respect them so much. And they're the ones I'm thinking of right now are very successful in uh, love and life and business. So that said a few years back, well, really before I started working deeply with my own images, I was, as I already told you, so in my head. And I'd gotten very, very far with my intellect. Mm. It had, but I thought that was all I had, mm-hmm. was my intellect. And I, it became very clear to me that I couldn't go any further with just my head. But I didn't know what else I had. Mm-hmm. So it was, as life will do, I was having opportunities to break through to my next level, but they weren't easy. So one of the things that was happening was that while I'd had this totally 
successful practice in Houston, private practice in Houston, I had let go of that work, as I told you before. And now I was, I'd rediscovered eidetics 20 years later after I first heard of it. And I started training and so forth, but I had no idea really how to market myself. So while my therapy, my eidetic work was powerful and wonderful, I didn't know how to get myself on the international scene successfully because I was completely in my own way. The specifics of that is too long to tell, but I okay, was. Okay, right. So, so what happened was I had, a, I had a weekend. I was considering working with a very expensive, to me, business coach. And I had a weekend where I had like the best of the worlds and the worst of worlds. I was actually at a Paul McCartney concert. Mm. with my husband we'd flown there that was that was his thing he really wanted to go so and we felt like uh, we had gotten special tickets and we heard him rehearsing we were wow. the only ones that heard him rehearsing by accident quote wow neat <laughs> and then you know that was what really fun and yeah. it was it yeah. was he even talked to us i mean he even over wow. the microphone neat. and at the same time the same exact weekend all of my credit card companies canceled my credit what? and like overnight. And I wasn't, I wasn't behind. I was making more than my minimal payments, but I was, mm. as I said, having a really hard time. And I sobbed. I, I was on my knees. And so the next Tuesday was my decision whether or not to work with my expensive business coach. So I, I was I was horrified. Like, how was I going to do this? But I could feel I had a lot of things in place. I could feel that if I didn't, I had a choice. Like those two roads, the Paul McCartney and the credit card companies, those were my two roads. That was my why in the road. Mm -hmm. And my life, it felt, was going to go in one direction or the other. And I knew that without help, I already knew how where I was going. So... I actually said yes to her and I've been with her now for 10 years Wow! and turned my business around with the help of my eidetic images. Mm. And why I, I mentioned my friends to you earlier is that years later, I mentioned this to my friends, what I'd done and my successful old friends that know me really well and everyone, every single one of them said, Wendy, in a million years, I never would have made that decision. Wow. Right. That takes a ton of courage. That's the word. <laughs> it does. That's like, uh, right. Yeah, it is. It's so scary. Yeah. But you know what I had? You know, I had hope mm. that was real. Mm -hmm. And I could feel like you did today. I could feel what might be able to happen if I could loosen that crust that was over my potentials. And I did. Did you use some of your eidetics and images before you d made the decision on yourself? No, because <laughs> I, don't, I don't use them in that kind of way. Okay. It was, it's more of a, it had, the work had allowed me to look more deeply mm -hmm. at what I was doing instead of a more knee-jerk reaction. Well, of course I can't spend that money. Mm -hmm. I don't have, you know right, what I mean? Right. That, I don't have that money to spend. That's what the work right. Yeah. On the other side of that, you must have had some money because you just spent uh, money on uh, plane tickets to see Paul McCartney. 
So in a way, it's like, hmm, wait a minute, right? So well, 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 I'm not proud of it, but at that point, I had been both earning money and borrowing from my credit cards. Gotcha. Okay. All right. No, that's you know I thinking that things would work out. Right. But I could see that this is the part I really want your listeners to hear. I could see that you know you got to do something if what you this is old, but if you are doing something and it's not working, you got to do something different. Mm. Mhm. Amen. That's true. Right. And it's, you know, uh, and I don't want to say any of this. Let's, let's, let's agree that it's never easy. <laughs> right. You know, I, I want to, I, I totally agree. And I was looking at something that one of my clients sent me and, and when we first started working and she said, I'm afraid that I'll give up. I'm afraid that I'll always feel like this. I'm afraid that I won't ever leave my mark on the world. And this is someone who was 60 when she said this. Mm, right. And what has happened, what, those, those kind of fears, you, when you address them with the opening like you had today, those kind of intangibly wonderful things not like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go open my business, but I feel hope. I feel confident about myself. Or like you said, I feel powerful. Those are the kinds of things that can emerge in us when we do the hard look at ourselves in the mirror mm. and say, okay, I'm, I'm going to say yes to myself here. Right. Yeah, and I think uh, I, I was equally open to thinking that or getting the answer that uh, uh, maybe I didn't want to be in search and rescue and I was just fooling myself, that I was yes. open to that as well. Yes, clearly. Mm. I'm glad I'm not because I really wanted to. <laughs> yes, yes, that was very obvious. <laughs> right, so that's good. This has, been, this has been a blast, and thanks for sharing that story. Thank you for that. That was a really good vroom, vroom, beer-style story. I bet you have a ton more. So that's why you have to be back on my show. Okay, great. Thank you. I accept. All Maybe right. a little down the line. Yeah, of course. We, we, we should wait like six months or a year or something, you know. Sure. Okay. Sure. So um, say, that, uh, say that website one more time before we, uh, before we sign off. Sure. Thanks, Jeff. Mm-hmm. www.measiwanttobe.com. All one word, all mm. spelled out. Measiwanttobe.com. Yes. I love it. Thank you so much, Wendy Yellen. You're Thanks, awesome. Jeff. I appreciate Thank it. You. All right. Have a good Thanks one. Bye bye. Thanks for taking the time to ride along with us on another episode of Vroom Vroom Veer. For podcast info and show notes, be sure to head over to vvveer.com. That's triple V double E-R.com. Man, that's fun to say. And we'll catch up with you next time here on Vroom Vroom Veer. <laughs>